Hey guys, this is the Mystic Feels Vampire Diaries and Originals podcast hosted by me. Um, my name's Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at OMG, my BFF Megan. Um, this is my BFF Shayna co-hosting with me. Hi, I'm Shayna. You can follow me at Evil Apprentice. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Mystic Feels Cast. Uh, you guys should do that, definitely. We aren't affiliated with Vampire Diaries or any of the characters or anything like that. We're just two fangirls with microphones talking about Vampire Diaries. So uh, we just wanted to get that out there. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, we want to podcast about each week's episode being that it's already a few episodes into the season this time is going to be more of a general conversation about the season so far uh before we get into really talking about each individual episode so we just wanted to kind of get caught up on our feelings about the season six so far we started out with Damon and Bonnie gone and everybody was obviously upset about that. Elena was kind of crying more than usual, which is a um accomplishment for her. <laughs> and Stefan ran off and found himself a job as a mechanic. Right. And refused to answer any phone calls from any of his friends, including Caroline, who is now uh, or has become rather upset with him about that. And then, what else do it? Bonnie and Damon were making vampire pancakes in the 90s and wearing really hot flannel shirts um, <laughs> and listening to really, really good music back from back in my day. And so what do you think about all that, Megan? Um, well, the 90s part has been my favorite thing since like ever because I'm also obsessed with the 90s like um the clothes that they're wearing and all the music that they're listening to I've been like freaking out about that I uh if the show just always became set in the 90s from now on I'd be perfectly fine with that um <laughs> do you yeah. have Elena in the 90s though I don't think she'd be able to handle it like oh no people are dirty cry <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely, um, that's true. And like what you said about her, as far as uh, how she's crying more, that definitely is an accomplishment. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible for her to be more emotional than she already was, but she did. (laughs) Well, until she decided to make the really um, poorly planned decision to have Alaric compel her to forget everything about Damon. Right. Yeah, that... Uh, we knew that wasn't going to end well. I pretty much figured the second that happened, that means Damon was going to find a way home. Uh, because what would Vampire Diaries be without drama and heartbreak? Feels. Welcome <laughs> to Mystic Feels. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, she's going to be the weakest character ever on TV. Because all she does is cry, and then when something gets too hard, she just has somebody just fix it for her. Right. Oh, I miss Damon. Let me forget that he ever existed. I mean, that's really not how stuff works. And clearly it kind of blew up in her face now because he's back. And she's been kind of 
flirting around or dating or whatever with this boring, ugly human boy (laughs) that she can't even tell him what she is. And then, you know, she's gone from Stefan to Damon to this Liam guy who I guess as Thanksgiving is gone. But it's, yeah... I just, um, like, I don't want to be too all over the place, but it's kind of hard not to be. But the point you bring up about her dating that Liam guy, this last episode actually upset me a little bit because there was that, like, little moment with Stefan and Elena where, you know, she asked him, like, you know, how did you know you could trust me to tell me you were a vampire? And he said, you know, I loved you and, you know, I was in love with you and I and I wanted to share that with you or however he phrased it. And then, you know, at the end of the episode, she tells this guy, oh, like, I'm a vampire. And I was that kind of I was like, what? Because I figured, you know, she's not in love with this guy. She's not going to tell him. So then she just tells him. So I feel like it kind of took away from the moment with Stefan. And I was just like, all right, whatever, I guess. But. Yeah, I mean, she did eventually compel him to just kind of go away and forget everything ever happened, though. Mm-hmm. But it was still, yeah, it was it was pretty cheap that she even bothered to come clean to him. Because I'm sorry, but you're not in love with him after five minutes, especially with everything else that has been going on. Right. Like, but, I mean, that's Elena. Poor choices and crying. And right. not being able to handle anything. Like I mean, I get that she's been through a lot, but... You know, if you want to make comparisons to other television shows, even within the same genre, Buffy went through a lot. Right. And she didn't exactly, you know, go find somebody to magic all her feelings away. She she just kind of kept plugging through it, even though she didn't always do it the right way. She still kept, you know, she... She was clearly the main character of that series and mm-hmm. didn't suck. And Elena is just like, I feel like we're supposed to root for her, except I never ever can after maybe, maybe season two, because all she does is whine about everything. And yeah. Right. I mean, I, you know, I don't hate her all of the time, but, or anything like that. Um, I'm not trying to just fully bash her, but I, get what you're saying completely like I just feel like after everything she's been through I mean the second that we met her the you know the very first episode of the first season you know she just lost her parents uh you know she lost Aunt Jenna she she's just gone through a lot of loss and horrible things so usually things like that make you stronger like you like you brought up Buffy and you know there's so many other characters there's people that I know in real life that have been through crazy things and it usually makes you stronger and it seems that um she doesn't you know really learn from these experiences or uh she doesn't have like a tougher skin right now or something especially being a vampire you would think that uh she would be a lot stronger than she portrays a lot of the time yeah but even what was it season four or was it five four where she kind of turned her feelings off even then she actually got more obnoxious when she did that right (laughs) you know damon is pretty badass when he is not thinking about consequences and even Stefan when he goes all ripper Mm -hmm. and but elena just got 
more difficult to deal with. And I think at one point even Rebecca was like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> the old Elena, which, you know, considering all the history there to say that she missed the person that was, you know, actively trying to kill various parts of her family at one point. Right. You know, that's pretty, uh, but that's, that's who she is, I guess. Uh, yeah, I just, um, like I said, I, we actually talked about this earlier. I think with bringing this, uh, Liam guy in, they were just trying to show like a side of Elena, like not with the Salvatore brothers, like this new thing. I think they were going for like, she's empowered, you know, she's in college. She's going to become a doctor. She has this life ahead of her. Here's this guy, you know, without drama, but it just, it didn't play out right. I mean, I don't, I never considered myself like a Delena shipper or anything like that, but uh, it's pretty apparent that Damon is who she's supposed to be with, and uh, that's the direction they're going to go, like, by the end of this last episode as well. So it wasn't, um, it, I guess it was kind of pointless, but if they were going to choose a different guy, I wish it would have been someone better. Like, I didn't like this Liam guy at all. Like, he was a cocky douche. Like, I just didn't. He just had no personality. Right. I mean, the other thing is, I mean, I've never been a fan of Stefan's hair, but (laughs) overall, you know, Elena's had these two very attractive guys in her life, and she's had, and they've not only just been very attractive, but they've, of course, been... uh, supernatural and even matt you know he was a regular guy and he's not the brightest but he's at least attractive and then this guy came along and i was like what right <laughs> and, I, and, I, and if people out there like him then by all means that's not a slight to them but i just i couldn't see it especially to go from damon to that i just i couldn't right i feel yeah i feel like people are going to think we're just being really negative because all we're doing right now is kind of talking crap. <laughs> so maybe we should uh, <laughs> talk about some things that we like about this season, like we like what's going on right now, anything. I just think that it's been most seasons I kind of, especially last year, there was that whole doppelganger Armageddon where it was just everybody had doppelganger and then there was <laughs> another one. And it was not really that interesting, but I kind of had faith that usually they pace themselves in a certain way that by a certain point it would get really good. Mm-hmm. This season I don't think has ever had that feeling that I just have to hang on. Like there's been something every week to be interested in and to want to come back for. Right. Even if it was, you know, even if it was the fact that at the end of the first episode nobody had any idea what was going on with the pancakes. <laughs> it was still something to want to come back for because it was so different than anything that they've ever done. Right. You know, I, I really want vampire pancakes. Right. I, yeah, I definitely was freaking out about the pancakes. I remember talking to you about it too. Like after I watched the episode, I just like YouTubed it and just watched that like 10 second loop of Damon serving Bonnie like vampire pancakes and I was like I don't know what this means but I love it like <laughs> it was it was so good of like um but I actually completely agree with you about the season so far like you know obviously I'm a diehard vampire diaries fangirl and all that but uh there have been a couple seasons like namely last season with that all that like Silas you know stuff where yeah. it started out really slow and 
I was kind of like, where did my show go? Why why is it like this? But then they did start, you know, redeeming themselves with this season, season six so far. Uh, I've loved every episode. I've just been really pumped for this season. It's just has a good feeling. It feels more like old vampire diaries where you're just kind of excited every week. So mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really happy about that. Yeah, and I, I obviously kind of started freaking out and squealing a little bit at the end of the latest episode when Elena went to find Damon and she's, you know, holding his hand and mm-hmm. asking him to help her get Bonnie back because I really like the two of them together, first of all. I guess I'm a Delena shipper. <laughs> um, and it, it also just, it was kind of a movement forward for her which doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. you know because she she was admitting okay there's something weird here even though I kind of decided to take away all my memories I have this very faint ghost of something and I really need my best friend to talk to her and I really need help and I think you're the only one that can do it because he was there in the 90s with Bonnie um, and I also it, it's it's also been really nice to see Bonnie and Damon go from Bonnie being completely useless other than as somebody for Damon to occasionally threaten with death and to becoming, you know, somebody so pivotal that she she sent Damon back right for Elena basically. And also I think a little bit for him. I think they by being stuck with each other, there were only two ways it could have gone and they they kind of they're friends now every time he says my friend and when he's talking about bonnie and every time he hugs that little teddy bear you know melts a little bit so that's that's been a nice little friendship to see develop and hopefully if they ever actually get bonnie back you know they'll still have that kind of bickering relationship but we'll still be friends because i kind of I'd like to see her be useful for something other than somebody to kind of die and everybody is sad about it. And then that's kind of all she's been for a few seasons now. She just kind of lost her magic, you know, gets it back to do some spell. But, nah. you know, right. I think they there's a lot that they've wasted with her that I think having her spend that time with Damon and now having her get knifed yeah you know, she she's in a position where she could actually grow some and i'm kind of excited to see what they do with her yeah i i completely agree like i feel like um bonnie's character for the whole entire show has always just been you know she's a really good friend but at some point it just starts to feel like you know she's literally just there to be used you know figure the problems do the spell to save the day now she's the anchor and how many times have we seen her literally sacrifice herself for the people she loves? Like, she's just dying left and right to save her <laughs> friends. Like, and um, I just, like, I want more from her. Like, I love that, you know, they play on she's so dedicated. She loves her friends so much. But, you know, uh, I hope they save her. And I hope she gets some decent of a life this uh, season, you know, I love that her and Damon bonded and they're friends, you know, once again, she made a sacrifice for him, but uh, I'd like to see her have some happiness and, you know, not be dead for once in like the last four seasons, you know, but yeah. And I, I I also wonder what the effect is going to be on Jeremy if she actually comes back because he's been 
he's been kind of on a downward spiral there, and he's about as rock bottom as you can get. So he went from this, you know, that's a pattern with him too, because the whole Vicky thing happened, and then he just became this emo boy locked in his room until what's her name happened. I can't think of her name. Anna. Yes, Anna. Sorry, I just watched her on something else last night, so now that's <laughs> my head. You know, she. Then that happened, and then he got all boo hooey after she was gone. And just every time it happens, he 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 sinks a little bit further. And this thing with Bonnie, he just. He's a mess. He's not even likable anymore because all he does is like drink and hook up. I mean, well, like, not even... he, he's literally been in what, like 17 minutes of this entire season. Like you barely see him anymore. And when you do, it's just like he's surrounded by liquor bottles and like a girl in a bra. And that's really like all you see. Or he's like calling Bonnie's phone and leaving sad voicemails, which makes me cry every time. But it's just like. I, I kind of want that, you know, uh, I just want people to be happy. Like, can there be like a couple episodes where it's like everyone's alive and they get to hang out and like be happy? Like, I, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh, but I mean, they have enough parties that you know, <laughs> if you piece every party together, you'll get a whole episode of happy people that then gets interrupted by the biggest mass murder ever. Yeah, like a... I miss like, the decade dances. Like, I just want everyone to go to, like, a 90s dance, and uh, I'll be happy. Maybe that's how they can bring Bonnie back, is, like, <laughs> a 90s dance with an eclipse and some magicking. Right. They, yeah, that's that's what I want. That's my goal for some point in this season. They have a 90s-themed dance, and it brings Bonnie back to life, and Jeremy's not drunk, and it'll it'll be a good time. And Damon turns me into a vampire. <laughs> the end. I think that would be a great episode. There's that that contest that the he's doing, that uh-huh. he and Summerhaller is doing, where you can like donate to get entries to hopefully get picked to become Damon's vampire victim. <laughs> and I just really want to. I'm sure many girls feel this way, but I kind of just want to donate all of my life savings to that and hope for the best but knowing my luck I could put thousands of entries in and you know somebody who put in five dollars would win so yeah I mean it it definitely speaks about um how attractive Damon or Ian Summerholder is that people would throw a bunch of money in to have him like bite their neck so yeah I would definitely I would I would let him yeah (laughs) I don't know. What uh, rating are we going to do for this thing? Should we put it out there to the people? Because I kind of, you know, when it comes to Damon, I have some thoughts that are (laughs) perhaps not child-friendly. I I think we should try to keep it, like, PG-13 for now, and we'll see uh, (laughs) how that goes. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, I I just don't know where it's going to go, though, because it looks like we're going to have a lot more dead people. Yes. you know... With the whole twins thing and the Gemini coven and all that. And I also keep thinking, it's it's really funny how the witches on Vampire Diaries are so much weaker than the ones on the originals. Uh-huh. So I'm almost hoping these Genesis witches, like, can really do something. Right. It's, um, one thing I want to point out about that, like, Vampire Diaries literally never ceases to amaze me how they get stories to work. Like, the fact that they made... Luke and Liv 
related to uh, Joe and Kai, and they're all from the same coven. And I was just like, what? Like, how did they even think about that? But, um, it, yeah, it's your point about the originals, it makes sense because it's, I feel like on the originals, um, the vampires, even, you know, the original vampires, Klaus, Elijah, Rebecca, um, are afraid of the witches, you know what I mean? And the witches have all this power. And, you know, at the beginning of originals, Marcel, you know, did have the witches kind of under control. But once they got their power back with um, Davina not, you know, watching whatever they were doing, it, they're like a force to be reckoned with. And on Vampire Diaries, it seems like, uh, you know, Bonnie and all of them are always uh, controlled by the vampires and taken advantage of by the vampires and... Uh, it's just, it's crazy that it's, you know, the same world, and it's just so different. It is, and it's, I don't know, I'd kind of like to see the witches on Vampire Diaries be a little bit more powerful, though. I mean, look at Bonnie again. She's died how many times? Mm-hmm. If she had anywhere near the power that those other witches have, then that wouldn't be happening. Right. I mean, um, the guy in this last episode, I guess he's supposed to be like Luke and Liv's father. He seemed really powerful, though. Like, he knocked out Damon and Stefan and kind of disappeared. Like, uh, you know, he seemed like he had a lot of power. I don't know if it's just, um, I mean, Bonnie, you gotta remember, too, Bonnie's still young. So I don't know if, you know, she lost her grandmother, so she doesn't have as much power. Like, I don't know, whatever the case is, but... I mean, maybe she needed to do some kind of creepy blood sacrifice of little girls in white dresses, which is butch. I don't know. Right. What was that? The what's it called? The was it the reaping or like the harvest or am I thinking I think of Buffy? Both. I think I'm thinking of Buffy anyway. But uh, some some name, yeah, where they sacrifice little girls and they have a bunch of power. That that's what Bonnie needs to do. Bonnie should go visit Klaus in New Orleans and get some power. Yeah, and I just I think like. We really need to see, I kind of hope to see more interaction between the two worlds, too, because they're, you know, they're obviously the same people, and they started out all on one show, so it would be nice to kind of, you know, there's there's power in New Orleans that could maybe help the case in Mystic Falls, and there's also certainly things in Mystic Falls that might be useful to Klaus at this point because right. you know doppelganger blood is still supposed to be wonderful good happy stuff so maybe you know if he could find a witch that's not associated with his psychotic mother maybe he could do something involving that but they'd have to actually do some kind of crossover type event in order for that to work right um I can't, I honestly can't remember if it, this was you, but I know I definitely had a conversation with you or someone the other day where uh, they're talking about Elena being compelled and they were like, you know, why doesn't she just go see Klaus and have Klaus bring back her memories of Damon? Uh, that Was that you? I don't know if it was or not, but I know I've definitely thought that because it just seems so obvious to me. I just think, yeah. I think... There are original vampires out there that could if they weren't, you know, in the process of being tortured by their parents that could fix that problem. Right. I just think, like, one, I feel like 
I don't think Klaus would have any interest whatsoever in helping Elena. But also, there's just so much crap going down in New Orleans right now. Like, that's the last of his worries. I'm sure Caroline could call him and be like, hey, uh, can you do this thing for me? But he's, you know, he's busy with uh, murdering his uh, biological father and trying to not be murdered by his fake father and his mom and his brothers and different bodies and all the crazy stuff going on over there. Yeah, that's true too, but I mean obviously Caroline would never call for help anyway because she's happy with Elena being away from Damon because she never supported it anyway. I think that's... She's typically a good friend, but with that particular situation, she's really not. She's been too judgmental and unsupportive of that relationship even when Elena was happy she was like ew it's Damon which I mean I kind of get because when we first met him he was kind of mentally torturing her a little bit right you know it's been some years and she's a vampire now so theoretically she's gonna live a very very long time so it's kind of time to move on from that and at least don't actively express your distaste at every possible opportunity right like that's um i'm kind of like on the line with that because one of course i understand why she wouldn't be a fan of damon because you know when she was a human and you know first season or uh he did you know abuse her and use her and all of that but at the same time the lines are kind of blurred right now because like you said some years have gone by uh you know she had feelings for klaus and um, yeah as much as I support, like, don't get me wrong, I love Caroline and Klaus together. Um, he's done a million things way worse than Damon has ever done, so she can't really had, judge there. Yeah, and he's had time to do way more things. Even if they're on the same level of heinous, he's still got, what, a couple thousand years or something on Damon, so. Right, yeah, so um, that I get, and plus she, you know, Caroline herself, even though she's a good person and her whole character has basically been that she has really good control as a vampire. She's also done, you know, some not great things herself and made some bad choices herself. So um, I guess the show just kind of plays on that because I- I've seen on Twitter where some people are like, of course, Caroline hates Damon. And then other people are like, Caroline should just shut up. So I, I can kind of see both sides, honestly. Yeah, I just I think, you know, if somebody who fell for Klaus and had hot tree sex with him, I think there should be a little bit more empathy there right. is all. Especially I mean, Elena's supposed to be you know, Elena, Bonnie and Caroline are like the trio of BFFs or whatever, so you think that they would just kinda take a step back and see okay, I don't like this guy and I have a really good reason not to, but he's been good for you kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You don't think she seemed a little bit uh, more supportive lately? Like, I feel like I've noticed, like, a little difference in her. Um, like, she honestly didn't seem the biggest fan of uh, Elena compelling Damon away, though. Like, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like, you know, and she did invite Damon to Friendsgiving, and she didn't she even did. invite Stefan. So <laughs> she, she might be softening up, like, a little bit to Damon. Yeah, but she also was like, yeah, we're, you know, maybe it's better that way or whatever it was. I think it was last week or the week before, and she was on her whole, we're both better off without Salvatore Brothers kick, so. Right. 
Which I mean, that was the thing I, I, I didn't understand the whole time that she was pining over Stefan. You know, you've been kicked out of your home. You can't even go see your mom unless you meet her on the outskirts. Just, just, you know, move a little bit further south and slightly to the west. <laughs> and go get you some Klaus. Because he could, you know, he could use a friend right now anyway. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it would be interesting to see her kind of jump shows or at least do some kind of crossover again. And kind of be a little bit supportive if nothing else but at this point it looks like we're not going there which it's kind of sad yeah um i definitely did like them together and i honestly like even if she wasn't that into it like how they have klaus you know on the originals right now sometimes it seems like klaus has feelings for Haley that might be more than you know, you're the mother of my child. Um, he also seems really into Cammy a lot of the time. And I'm just kind of, like, confused because it, it just, it I don't know, I got the vibe with Klaus that he was never really into anyone um, for, like, a long time until Caroline. And he seemed so, like, adamantly into Caroline. And now it just kind of, like, uh, you know, whatever her. And I, I get that there's different shows and they're probably trying to separate them the best they can. You know, they want the originals to stand on their own two feet. Like, I get that. But uh, it just seems like he's not someone that just kind of gets into girls, like, all the time. So the fact that he's kind of, like, crushing on these different girls is a little bit weird to me and doesn't seem like the character that we knew on those seasons of Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, you know, there's a difference between wanting your spinoff to stand on its own and trying so hard to do it that you kind of rewrite your your characters. I don't think I don't I don't even see what the point was in having him and Caroline hook up if he was going to be then kind of madly in love with Cammy or whatever on the originals. You know, what was the point in having that crossover moment and having that big relationship blow up on the vampire diaries, if it wasn't going to carry over into what he's doing in his life at all. Right. I think, uh, it probably meant a lot of things. Like I felt like that, uh, Klaus and Caroline hookup was kind of like, okay, one, let's give these Caroline shippers what they want to see. You know, everyone's been dying to see that Two, I think it was, almost like a, a closure, you know, okay, let's let this moment happen because then Klaus is going here, Caroline's going to be here. Um, I think it was a way to officially, officially, you know, end uh, Caroline and Tyler because I think that was like a long time coming and yeah. they, they kind of needed this blow up. Even though in the beginning I loved Caroline and Tyler, I'm not going to lie, but I think it was a way to, you know, cut ties with that and, um, just kind of close a couple of stories so they could move on with both shows. Like, I'm pretty sure that's basically what that was. Yeah, but, I mean, then they even had, you know, Rebecca and Matt had their summer road trip or whatever they did that one year, and then there's been no anything there since then either. And he's kind of... He hasn't really had anything significant this season especially but even before that I think the only thing that he had was his little relationship with her everything else has just been kind of like Matt's the guy that you attack slash kill slash 
threaten to kill to get the other people active because he's their human pet is the way it's kind of become and I think he needs something so since Rebecca typically doesn't stay in New Orleans um, you know I don't see where bringing her over would be a problem I don't see where you know there's a lot of opportunities that they have and when you've got essentially two hours even though it's really about 43 minutes each to tell a story you're in a really good position so I think given that they have two shows that they should be taking more advantage of that I mean The Flash is in its first season they've already had Stephen Amell was on the first episode Felicity was on a couple weeks ago and now they're they were just promoting all weekend that they're doing some like a crossover crossover thing and that's all in season one Right, um, some yeah. other show, I mean, I don't want to go, like, too far off, but uh, what is it, like, that Chicago PD uh, did a, some crossovers with, like, SVU, like, a lot of shows are doing that now, so it would make sense, you know, especially because with the originals of Vampire Diaries, these characters originated there, it's not mm-hmm. even just, like, two shows that you're just trying to mix together, so I definitely get that, it's just, um, Like, yeah, I just don't really get it. I guess, you know, we can't judge them because maybe when they're writing, they don't know, you know, what the end game is because it's like Rebecca seemed to really care about Matt, but now it's obvious that, like, Marcel has always been the love of her life or whatever story they played out with that. And um, she can't really probably be worrying about guys now because she's, like, taking care of Klaus's baby. Um, So, I mean, but that was also, like, Claire Holt, the actress that plays her, wanted a break. Like, she purposely left the show, so that's also... Obviously, they're not going to put her on Vampire Diaries because she kind of stepped out for a while herself anyway. Fair enough. So, I mean, it's just... There's a lot of creative freedom that they have with having two different shows like that. I, I just... I think it would be really interesting to see them use it, especially, again, you know, you've got all this witchy stuff happening on both shows and kind of to bring it together, I think would be really interesting. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like I, uh, I, I miss the originals on vampire diaries. Like, even though I love the originals, I think it's like a really good show. Um, I, I like the stories and things like that. Like I miss them. Like it, there was something that they brought to vampire diaries that even though the season is really good and everything like that, uh, I definitely miss seeing those characters together, honestly. I just really want to see Klaus and Elijah more often, so if they're on those shows, then (laughs) I get to see them more, even if it makes no sense. Because I know, that's one thing that they do really well, though, is that things that seem like they make no sense at all and never will suddenly do, so I really, they could do, Klaus could just show up, even though he's in the middle of this horrible, horrible conflict, and, you know, it could make sense because they, if they want it to make sense, it'll make sense. Right. Julie, Julie Pleck can make anything happen. Like she, she can literally do everything. So if she wanted to combine them more often, she definitely could. And in a way that makes sense and is entertaining and will make you cry and have all of the feels. So she does that. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I just, so we've got this whole ban on magic and if you cross the line you explode your vampires or whatever with mystic balls are we 
I mean, do we think that bringing Bonnie back is going to be how we fix that? Do we think somebody else is going to do something about that? You know, at what point? Because we can't have that barrier there forever, I don't think. I don't think it works. Why can I not even remember? Like, what was it? The Travelers, right? The Travelers, like, banned... Uh, magic from Mystic Falls and that's how that happened and now all the travelers are dead so I don't really understand I mean I know they explained it I just really can't think of it right now so I don't really understand but um I don't remember either because so much happened last season that it you know uh but I think um there should be something now we're getting all this stuff with you know Luke and Liv's coven or you know Bonnie will be back soon so I'm pretty sure uh something is gonna because you can't have vampire diaries without mystic falls honestly i mean the salvators probably want their house back (laughs) right i you know and then there's the girl that was one of the salvator descendants daughters or something i mean oh yeah what happened to her is she gonna pop back up she was like uncle zach's unborn child that was supposed to die so yeah i'm waiting for her to like move in with Damon and Stefan and be like, me and my two uncles and like, yeah, like a, like a cheesy oh, wait, you sitcom. killed my parents? Oops. <laughs> you know, what are, they have all these people that popped up this season that are related, interrelated to kind of the whole story and to each other. Mm-hmm. So at some point they're going to have to do something about that because, um. you know, yeah, yeah. I complete. That's so funny you brought that up. I completely forgot about that girl, and that's like totally a big deal. Like Damon and Stefan have like a living relative. That's like pretty much a huge deal, considering the premise of the show has basically been how you know Damon killed everyone that they were related to. So that's pretty funny. I I, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Like I I want to see when it's, like, revealed to them that they have a relative like this girl. You know what I mean? Like, so I want to see what they do with that, but, um... I mean, is she going to take over their house so they can't get in? Yeah, she has to invite them in. <laughs> um... <laughs> you know, what What are they going to do with her? And, you know, Damon's personal hell happened to be because he thought he killed her and her mom and her dad, and it turns out that she still exists, so... Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's a some a huge thing that we're still gonna see this season. I'm actually pretty excited for that. Um, what else? What else? Um, yeah, like Matt and Jeremy. I I want something to be going on with them. They weren't even in this episode. Like, how how are you gonna have Friendsgiving without Matt and Jeremy? I thought that was pretty messed up. Um, Jeremy's drunk with girls and bras, and Matt's poor Matt. <laughs> I know, like, honestly, like, all of last season, I literally just remember, like, tweeting every episode and just being like, when are they gonna stop using Matt as a punching bag or whatever, like, it's just, he, you know, he deserves better than what they give him, so, that's, like I said earlier, like, it's my goal, I just want to see everybody happy at some point this season or have some kind of good thing going on for them. I feel like when everybody is happy, the show is over. Yeah, well, (laughs) okay, you're right, but... I just, I don't know, like, give them a moment. Either that or when everybody is dead, the show is over. (laughs) Well, I'd prefer happy over dead, but dead doesn't even really, like, mean anything. Dead doesn't really last, so I guess that doesn't really matter either. But, 
Yeah, like <laughs> you're if you're in Vampire Diaries and you die, it's really sad. Except you're gonna be back in a couple weeks. <laughs> right. That honestly, as much as I don't want people to be dead, don't get me wrong. Like I, I want Bonnie on the show. I, obviously, I didn't want Damon to be dead. You know, and we've talked about this before. Like. Uh, when Alaric died, I have never cried so hard in my life than that episode where, you know, Alaric was choosing not to turn into a vampire. He died. I mean, even though he did come back later as a vampire, but that was just so sad. Then, you know, they had the lantern memorial episode that we always like cry about. Um, that was like the saddest TV death or anything like I've ever experienced. Cause I loved Alaric. So, you know, now he's back. Like, of course I'm, you know, happy to have him back and everything, but I just, um, wish that death wasn't cheapened as much as it is on the show. Like, I mean, I get, you know, the whole other side thing, they bring people back, but they literally ripped my heart out when they killed Alaric. And now they're like, JK, he's back. And I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I think it was because he, like, the actor was on that other show that didn't do well, so they saw the opportunity to bring <laughs> yeah. it back. No, of course. Like, he he had his, um, it was called Cult. I actually watched it only because I loved him, but yeah, it wasn't really that good. So I, I get why they brought him back. And, like, um, last year when I went to, like, the Vampire Diaries convention, um, my friend that I was with actually, you know, stood up and asked Paul and Ian, like, you know, if you could have back any character that died on the show, who would it be? And, you know, they were both like, you know, Matt Davis, we love Alaric, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it was like inevitable, I guess, for him to come back anyway. But that was so emotional. Now it's to the point where somebody dies on the show and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll see them in, in two episodes. But yeah, um, I'm afraid that it's at one point somebody's going to be really dead and I'm not going to care. And then they're going to be dead, dead. And then a couple weeks later, you're like, oh, man, I should have cried for that person. Yeah. You know, it's they it's like they're the little show who cried dead character or something. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to believe them eventually. But like speaking of death, I want to kind of if you have any theories about uh, this week, obviously, there won't be an episode because there's Thanksgiving. But after that. Because with this whole, you know, Kai trying to come back and Joe is his sister, um, I really just want them, because I, I doubt they're going to kill Luke or Liv, you know, even though that's kind of the premise right now. Like, one of them has to die. Everyone's really upset. I want uh, Joe and Kai to try to merge, but he winds up dying. Because I know everyone thinks that um, they're going to, if they try to merge, you know, she would die. I don't know why they think that, but... Um, I just, I hope, because I want him dead. I don't want him around. Uh, I don't want, even though I wasn't even the biggest fan of Luke and Liv, I don't want one of them to die. I just kind of want Joe to take his power and then him be gone. Like, I'm done with him. Well, the thing is, I think, I kind of hope that he, she survives it just because Alaric kind of, you know, has a track record with people he's dating dying on him. Right, everyone he likes dies. Aunt Jenna, rest in peace, Aunt Jenna. I loved her too, but <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, for his sake, I hope she lives. But I also think that simply because he is evil, I think Kai is kind of a more interesting character to watch. Yeah, I kind of like the bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. I think either way they do it, you know, 
the other thing is because it is mystic feels it'll be more likely that they're going to kill the character that people actually like right so because he again because he's kind of the bad guy he'll probably be the one that stays so that people can have the maximum number of cries for the season because if they kill off the guy that everybody is rooting to die then everybody's happy and that just doesn't ever seem to happen here so I think you know maybe there's some other way I At mean this point, I yeah, doubt it but I just, there, there'll probably be another way I just um I don't know but now it's just kind of like okay now the other side is supposed to be really really gone so what we talked about now now I feel like if it's going to get to the point where someone dies, they shouldn't be able to come back. So I don't know if they finally change that or what. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, but also now it's to the point where, um, like, to talk about the originals for a minute, you know, Cole was dead, Finn was dead, Esther was dead. Now they're in completely new bodies. So there, there's an option right there. If you're a powerful witch, you can just make yourself a new body when you're dead. Um I also don't know how, again, with the kind of disconnect between two shows, how were those three, quote, on the other side and came back when the other side was falling apart? I mean, did they miss the memo over there, or...? I think I think that's when it happened, though, because um, if you remember the episode of Vampire Diaries, when that whole other side thing was happening, Cole, um, you know, the actual, you know, actor that plays Cole... Uh, was in that episode and it kind of showed him being like sucked away so I don't know if that was because originals was on at that time so I don't know if that timeline is supposed to like coincide and that's kind of when Esther like made her move Um, I have to you know I don't know when that happened but uh, I want if Cole's going to be alive I want the original actor like I want Nate to be playing him because uh, I actually love him. I met him as well. Like, So if he's going to be alive, I'm fine with that. Uh, but I don't want it to be this other guy that's on the originals right now. I always mess those two up on the originals because I feel like the name Finn mm-hmm. goes more with the accent. Right. The What is he, like Irish or something? Is yeah. That, is that, yeah, so uh-huh. I, yeah, I guess. And then Cole's the other one? No, Cole... Is the like Irish one? That's right, like, and that's saying the Finn should be Finn should be the Irish one because the name and he's not, <laughs> and he's the Vincent guy. Yeah, and it's just really confusing to me. Like I make that mistake all the time, and I had somebody call me out on it at Twitter, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> no, because it's just it's it's just it was just a bad casting choice. Right. I mean, I. It goes more by the character. Like, I mean, the guy... (laughs) This is getting confusing. Finn is inside of this guy's body, but he's, like, an older guy. He wasn't gonna, you know, hook up with Davina. You know what I mean? Finn is an older brother, you know, more mature, like, you know, kisses his mom's butt. Whereas Cole is, like, you know, more playful. Like, so the character makes sense. Like, I get what you're saying, but... It, it makes sense for what they're doing. It's just, um, this is a crazy side of Cole that we're seeing because uh, Cole on Vampire Diaries was always, like, so evil and um, so, you know, just crazy. Whereas, like, 
now it's kind of like he seems likable and he like has feelings for this girl and it's just it's a side of the character I've never seen before and I, I like it I kind of want more of it but I don't want it in to be this guy I want it to be like the real <laughs> Cole I just also think like Davina is pretty much the stupidest person ever she goes from Marcel using her to Klaus and Elijah using her to you know Cole's clearly using her and she's even called him out on it but she's still kind of flirty flirty falling for him because she's kind of lived in so many attics that <laughs> she has no you know anybody shows the slightest bit of interest and I she mean she's like 16 years old though like I, I think it's hard to realize that because I mean she looks a lot older I feel like and she acts a lot older but she's definitely like I think a 16 year old girl so she's pretty impressionable and it makes me sad <laughs> I just, I really hope that, you know, she eventually comes into her own because she has all this power, but she's just not smart. That, honestly, that, it is crazy how much power she has. I mean, I know in the beginning it was like, you know, she had the power of those other girls and stuff, but like I said, she's like 16 years old right now on the show, I think, and um, she's super powerful even on her own, even though she's a little bit less powerful now. Um, and I think about season one of Vampire Diaries, like, that's the age, I believe, Bonnie and Elena and everyone were supposed to be, like, 16, 17. And uh, I think about Bonnie just, like, lighting candles, and then I compare that to what Davina's doing, so that kind of makes your point, uh, like you said, about the difference in the witches and stuff. Yeah, and I mean, she just, she has all this power, and she, she like, won't use it to get a clue. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating because I think she should be able to use it to get a clue. Right. You know, why doesn't she have some kind of spell that y she can root out if somebody's actually genuine or if they're out to use her? Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I would do. First, I'd con. Well, actually, it's probably the second thing. First, I'd conjure myself up a daemon. <laughs> and then I, you know. So I just think it's weird that they don't let her stop being a pawn and start being, you know, a little bit more something. And I think she was kind of working towards that when she had Michael trapped. Mm -hmm. But then the second a pretty face comes along and acts interested in her, she totally got off her game. Yeah, definitely. I just want to see where the originals is going in general because there, there's just like a lot going on right now, you know, with the the wolves, like with Klaus's mom, and then you know Klaus's dad was back. Like I, it, there's just so much uh, going on this season too, and I, I like, uh, you know, they sent the baby away to make it safe there so the baby could come back, and I just don't know how they're going to resolve all this and I'm just trying to figure out where this season is going like if we're going to see the baby um I just I don't know what's going on right now I don't know either I think that's one of the things that Julie and company sometimes get themselves into is that they have too much going on mm -hmm. um see also all the doppelgangers on Vampire Diaries last season yeah they always seem to find a way to bring it together so I'm not too concerned I just wish I knew you know I don't like waiting for answers really right. I just know 
what's happening. Yeah, like, I'm, I know that they'll pull it all together. I just want to see that happen, because there are so many storylines going on. Like, uh, this last episode of the originals, uh, Haley was... They set, they set up that, like, little trick where they had Cammy, you know, trick Finn. Um, they made it look like, you know, she was abducted, and they get him to come to the church, and they, they put those, like, shackles on him to stop his magic. Mm-hmm. And, um all that was going on and I was kind of thinking like where's Klaus because normally you know if something was going to go down like that you know Klaus would want to be there to protect Haley and and Cammy and uh there's just this whole storyline going on Klaus isn't even involved in because Klaus is off you know dealing with his dad and his mom and trying to save Elijah and there's just so much going on because it's weird to me that something big like that would happen and he wouldn't be involved in it, but he has his whole crazy thing going on. So I'm just like, there's just so much to follow. It's, it's literally like a soap opera where they have like five different storylines going on at once. And, um, you're just trying to kind of bring it all together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's a little bit much, but you know, Klaus has daddy issues and he's acting out on some of them and I guess he'll have to resolve the other ones again soon or else die, which is obviously not going to happen because the show kind of doesn't exist without him. Right. The originals minus the one who's the only one with, you know, certain properties. Boom. That doesn't work because <laughs> right. then it would be just Elijah because of Rebecca not being there so it would be like the not really original because there's others too but they all did you know <laughs> right <laughs> I don't know okay so this we kind of generally talked about uh, this season of Vampire Diaries uh, we touched a little bit on the originals uh, from this point on uh, it'll be a little more organized and detail-oriented on the actual episode, but, you know, this is our first one. We're just trying to discuss the seasons in general. Uh, we hope you guys liked listening. I guess that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, well, thank you for listening, and uh, bye. Adios.